Jackie. And I'm Candice. Welcome to WTF. Women Talk Finance. Our WTF podcast will take a simplified approach to finance. And we talk about investing, a topic we believe women don't talk enough about. We'll discuss common financial questions and challenges that women face in business and throughout their personal lives. A quick disclaimer before we start, the opinions that we're gonna discuss are just that. They're just our opinions. We are not here to give investment advice. We will be talking about who we are, what we're about, and what information we'll be bringing to you. We'll be speaking to women from all walks of life whose experience will help us frame some of the issues and challenges that women face today in business. Maybe you're starting your own company and investing in your future. We're gonna talk about knowing your worth in the workplace how to ask for that raise, and we'll also talk about investing, something we believe that women don't talk about enough. You'll find this is a common theme throughout our podcast to come. How to invest, different kinds of investments, and how to pay yourself first. We're gonna give you actionable information that will allow you to understand how to make your future better starting today. And we are here today with Celeste Johnson, who is the CEO and owner of The Applied Companies. Uh, the Applied Companies is the largest locally owned and operated employment firm in Northern Nevada proudly serving the community for almost 20 years. Yeah, this year. They specialize in staffing, HR, payroll, uh, benefits, workers' comp, and recruiting for business owners and candidates alike. Uh, full disclosure, the Applied Companies does provide HR and payroll services for Row Capital Group. So we're connected here. And um, Celeste is gonna talk to us about ownership of your career opportunities. So with that, how do we start that conversation, Celeste? Thank you for having me. It's great to talk to two very strong uh, business-like women. Um, we, it, it's a really interesting time right now because I'm sure you've heard the term great resignation and then there's been several plays on that phrase. Um, people really are thinking about their careers mm -hmm. and taking this opportunity in a good economy to make changes where they may have hunkered down and not done so. Walk us through some questions okay. that people, and in particular, mm -hmm. especially women, but it doesn't just have to be women, but right. people, when they're out there looking for that next job opportunity, maybe interviewing, looking at how to set themselves up for success, what questions should they go in mm -hmm. and ask mm -hmm. when they're interviewing? Right. I think we can break it into kind of two pieces or two categories. And, and some are the very tactical questions which are super important when making a job decision. You know, you gotta know the pay at some point. And while flexibility in pay um, is also important and you can think about pay in a lot of different ways, you still gotta be kind of in the range for your talent, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, and then benefits, you know, ask about the benefits, what the offerings are, what the flexibility is like, the structure of the organization. So to me, those are the very tactical questions and they're pretty easy, right? So you have your list, you can check those off, you can ask the hiring manager. Then there's this strategic set of conversational questions, I think that are just as important because to have success, um, in a position, especially roles that are um, perhaps a degree or a level of experience, um, it, it needs to be, it's kind of like matchmaking, right? It yeah. needs to be for the success to happen both sides. Yeah. Um, and because recruiting is such a big piece of what we do, we know how important that success is because it's costly. It's expensive for a company to recruit and have something sit open and not get the right fit or to turn it over right. repeatedly. And it's, it's costly for a person too, um, if they don't make the right decision. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that conversation is so important. 
Um, some typical ones I see, but I think are very valuable, are things about, tell me about company culture. And it shouldn't stop there. Listen for the key attributes of what that person says about the culture. If they're saying things like, oh, it's great, we have a wonderful culture, ask why. Because culture doesn't just like, you don't snap your fingers and have this great company culture, right? right? It's a very intentional um, aspect of a company to have a good culture. So ask them about their intention. How do they manage it? How do they know? How do they get feedback? What is your culture and how do you maintain it? Yep, absolutely. And then li- and then listen for those those little indicators that show that they actually have that as a mission in their organization. It's not just buzzwords. Um, so there's some authenticity too, right, to the answers. Um, a company shouldn't be perfect. So if the company's trying to sell the employee like everything is perfect, I dig into that a little bit too, right? Like, okay, that all's wonderful. You're putting all the best things forward. Tell me what's the hardest thing that you have. Tell me the biggest challenge that you have. Those are great questions. It's like dating, like you said. I mean, yeah. Right, it's matchmaking. Yeah. If you're married, if you've got a long term partner, yeah. they aren't perfect. <laughs> right. There's things right. you have to just accept and tolerate. And you're like, all right, well, that's that's an okay thing I can tolerate. And then there's so some true. things that are like non negotiable. You're right. like, I would never accept right. that. Exactly. Right. I think, too, even the tenor of the person that is giving you answers mm-hmm. can be really mm-hmm. indicative as well. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. most interviews, or I shouldn't say most, a lot of interviews you go in and one person is the interview interviewer, mm-hmm. one's the interviewee. Mm-hmm. And the interviewee may get a couple opportunities to ask questions, but mostly it's the other way around. Right. We're vetting you. Right. But let's kind of change that mm-hmm. a little bit where the yeah. employee gets to sit there and vet the company. Absolutely. And I want to yeah. interview the company yeah. to see if this is where I want to be. Yeah. And I think that's so exciting. I mean, things yeah. this it really has been in the last Five years or so that I've seen more of that happening and then really accelerated in this kind of post-COVID where um, people have this confidence now in quitting where they're working and because they know they can find another job. So with that confidence brings a different way that they're interviewing. And it's cool to see. I, I We've recently been looking for a key leadership position at TAC and I frankly love it when a candidate sets us back and we go, oh, wow, we've never had that question before. Okay, let me think. Um, Because they're going to get a very honest answer. There was no prep work in that, you know. So, um, okay, so those are kind of the common ones. The ones that I don't see is, I, I can't think of a time I have ever had a candidate ask me about our company's financials and the financial condition. Um, and I don't know why. And there's people that have finance backgrounds uh, or they're candidates we send to other companies and other companies are not giving us feedback that they've heard candidates ask. What do you think is behind that? Yeah. Is it uh, like, yeah, it's inappropriate exactly. for me to ask that? Yeah. I, or I'm interviewing for a job, you must be okay. You're hiring. Right. I No, I think it's probably both of those, right? I think there's, there's this... Maybe it goes way back. I'm sort of guessing right now. You guys tell me. But growing up, we were probably all taught, you know, don't ask someone how much money they make. Or that's always the quiet, like, taboo. Like, you don't have, don't talk about money. Money, sex, and religion. You shut your your mouth. Right. Right. So my guess is um, 
just like you said, is probably we've been just conditioned to think that it's uh, it's an off the limits, right? Yeah, um, and probably also too. Yeah, well, if you're hiring, you must be okay. I also wonder <laughs> if I wouldn't. I think I'd be intimidated to ask if, as a young woman, if I was in an interview with a senior man, you know, in that position, I feel like I would be way outside my station right. to ask that question. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. As a, as it a, it would be a sure. very uncomfortable yeah. question, yeah. and I think it would make him uncomfortable as well. Which could be kind of fun. Right? Could be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Let's put it. Let's knock them let's back on their see heels. It. Interested in investing in cryptocurrency? It's a simple way to diversify your portfolio. But what about the impact that cryptocurrency mining has on the environment? We have a solution. It's called CryptoWell. CryptoWell uses eco-friendly technological infrastructure to generate power for cryptocurrency mining. Accredited investors go to rowcapitalgroup.com to power your portfolio with sustainable crypto mining. Every day you hear about people making money by investing in IPOs and startups. But what about you? These kinds of investments are simply not available to Main Street investors. At Rowe Capital Group, we are committed to providing access to strategic, early-stage, primarily low-market correlated investment opportunities. Accredited investors go to rowcapitalgroup.com for more information. Rowe Capital Group, empowering your financial journey. Well, you know, and outside of positions that are in finance, the controllers or accounting, um, a lot of people are could be really good for the job. Maybe it's a business, a senior business development person or senior marketing person. Could be a very high six-figure salary, but what experience would that person have with financials? Because you don't, so then you don't know what questions right. to ask. So then there's that probably a little bit of a fear of, um, oh man, I'm going to show, I don't know. Right. But I, you know, there's ways around that, right? Like we're all smart people that can go educate ourselves on kind of finance 101 or just the financial sheets. Like does the company have a positive net operating income? Yeah. Were um, you profitable last year? Were you profitable last year? Do you have cash? What, have you planned for a rainy day? Right. What happens if the world shuts down and we all go remote for two years yeah, and <laughs> will the company be okay? Um, gosh, if anything happened, we should have all learned that question um, in the last couple of years. What kind of company insurance do you have? I mean, absolutely. That's a really good one. Yeah. Are, do you have um, errors and emission coverage? Do you have director's coverage? If I make a decision maker here, is there insurance coverage for me? Or am I going to be just left to my own? Yeah. Yeah. So look, we just came up with a list right there. We can arm people with, ask some financial questions around the company. We know there's businesses out there that appear profitable and they may not be. Um, so I think that's a very fair thing to do. Um, in, as part of the as part of the process, and I think know where you're willing to be at. There's companies that you know. There's people who who love startup mode and they want to be in that startup mode, totally and that's true. a great yes. space for you. Great, right? If you're somebody who really like craves that stability, great. Then you need to know that. Yeah. If you are somebody who is a fixer and that's like kind of your space, is right. you are like mm, I love a I love a good challenge. That's great, but you almost have to know where your personal pathway is right. 
and then and then respond because I don't think there's a cookie cut answer for every single one. Yeah. You may want to be a part of a growth right? type opportunity, and you may be okay accepting minimum wage in that or uh, equity <laughs> stock, whatever it is, for... in exchange for your blood, sweat, and tears. Totally. Yes. But you yes. have to be the person who's okay with that. You can't be bamboozled into a situation where. Oh, yeah. wait, this is not what I thought I signed not up for. Not what I walked right. into. Right. I I right. 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 I think to that point, one additional fun question would be, what does it look like for me to be successful here? Yeah. And have the company or give the company a chance to articulate that. Because again, if they are unable to articulate what success mm -hmm. looks like out of that role, right. they may not be real clear on what's needed or right. what the vision is. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a really dynamic yep. kind of conversation no, opener. Those are such great points. I mean, it is. It's a uh, there. There's a range of talent out there, and knowing who you are and what you're after. I have examples of both of those things you just spoke to. Someone that actually went to an organization here in Reno that's very big, very very well known, and six weeks in, he's like, "This was not how this was presented to me." Yeah, and then um, startups too. Uh, we. We had um, a recruitment order to find someone for a startup, and we thought, we are never going to find this person based on the list. Well, they're out there. It's just a very entrepreneurial spirit. Right. The person did not need a salary, but wanted the, the options down the road, was okay with just a whole lot of ambiguity around yeah. the job. There's no job description. There's no anything. It is bare, yeah. but there, yeah, so, so to both your points, I mean, back to matchmaking right like so when you're talking um, about the career path right how do you evaluate what that looks like for yourself and it's i think it goes so much deeper than pay right for sure like that top line that we're all looking at is pay mm -hmm. but when you are you know some our listeners are career path. Now, there's a difference between like filling a void. You need a, you need a job sure. and you need to get that job now. Yeah. Yeah. And career planning mm -hmm. and finding mm -hmm. good fit and considering what your career path looks right. like. What else is there to consider? What else should people be thinking about when they're in that kind of journey? Right. Both are okay in different periods of life, right? right? Like one is not necessarily better than the other. Right. Um, Oh my gosh, I have seen so many candidates reach out to us in the last couple of years because they are having sort of these moments of reckoning. Um, people really did kind of pause and rethink their entire lives. And 90% of those I'm looking at this are not money motivated anymore. Um, yes, I need a baseline. I, I still have a mortgage or I have kids in college or whatever it is. But um, it's not that this is the salary I made, so this is the salary I had to have. It's really interesting. What are some of the other considerations you're seeing? They're coming to you saying, this is really important to me. Right. These are my priorities now. Yeah. What's, what's that new list? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, gosh, I, I want to step carefully because there is a place for everyone. And so many of the, um, the I guess, the wish list items for people are going back to small, medium-sized businesses, mm. leaving corporate. Um, so it's, I've heard words like, um, I'm a cog in a wheel. Um, it is demoralizing because I can never own a decision. Mm. And they're like, I want to contribute. I want to be part of making decisions. I want to be 
I mean, I know it's an over a seat at the table yep. and small, medium sized businesses. Usually that's, you know, that somewhere from startup to 150 right. employee size is where all those opportunities sit. And they're like, I, I don't really care about the stock options. Um, and all the other benefits are coming into it. Usually more flexibility, working um, from a home great environment. Yeah. It's a fun office. They really know everybody that they work with. The culture you mentioned. So yeah. back to the culture. Um, and there's opportunity there, right? Like people are enjoying the idea of, hey, uh, let's try this new idea. Maybe it'll work, yeah. maybe it won't, but I'm part of the team and I'm on board. Game. So, um, you know, there are resources out there too. And, and I, um, some of it does take a little bit of money and effort, but there's some really good assessment tools that can help you figure out what kind of worker am I? What, what are my strengths? Strengths finder is one. Um, there's a behavioral survey out there. It's called Simmons. Um, that's usually interpreted by someone that's very qualified to interpret your behaviors, mm -hmm. but that can help you align to the right. So back to like what you were saying, Candace, about, some people want the very entrepreneurial world. Some people want, this is my lane. Right. But you don't always know that about yourself until you have a decade or so yeah. of trial and error. Yeah. So those tools can help a lot. Yeah. Um, so know yourself more. more. So know yourself, know yourself, yourself before resources. you walk into it. Yeah. Oftentimes, you start talking to like women like us and each other. Pretty soon, somebody's going to go, hey, try this. Yes. Or you know somebody that knows somebody that can, you know. Yeah. So... I don't know, maybe we don't like use our resources enough. And that's another message in this conversation is. And that goes back to yeah. having the conversation, starting yeah. the conversation. Right. Exactly. Because right. if we don't have a baseline comfortability asking a friend mm -hmm. right. or even kicking off the conversation right. about jobs, about careers, about finances, about money, you're, you're self-limiting your, the resources yeah. you have Absolutely. at your disposal. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, some of us have some broken messaging from being children or, you know, just society. It was, you got a job, you stuck at that job, yeah. you did yeah, your time, you to took your job. pension and you, <laughs> did, did, you did what the boss said, you don't. And I think we're at this place now of, I want to have a job that's fulfilling mm -hmm. personally and professionally. I want to think about where I do want to be right. in a few years. And it might mean that I'm moving yeah. a jobs a couple times yeah. to get there. Yeah. Um, it might mean the best thing for me to do for my career is to move a job because there's a, just a better opportunity here. And it gives me more than just even that opportunity. It gives me what I want in my life, which is yes. this great work-life balance. Um, yep. So I think some of it's kind of getting rid of that old code that we've, we've got. And especially if you talk to older family rem members and they're like, gosh, moving okay. jobs again. And then you it's, feel this guilt almost they about. They stress out if they hear that we, yeah. like our generation is changing. It's yeah. changing jobs, yeah. you know, and, and it's, it's actually really, a, it, it can be a very positive totally. thing. Yeah. Well, for those that are listening and might be considering um, the next move, mm. what does that look like for me? How do I even start to consider that? What would be mm -hmm. your number one tip or a couple takeaways to yeah. those listeners who want to start this journey, but they're just not sure how? Well, um, one I think we just talked about is using resources. So put it out there, put it out in the universe, right? Um, and I, 
also manifestation is also a very commonly used word, but it's true. I mean, I think um, the more that you you start to put that narrative in your head that it's okay, I'm um, I'm a big believer in vision boards and plotting out ideas because you start to work towards them. Given what I do, I'm going to say use a recruiter too. Absolutely, uh, such a and it it's not a cost typically to a candidate. Mm-hmm. Right. The cost the the fee always comes from the hiring side. So why would you not? go find someone to work with and be an advocate for you and coach you, help you get better at the process. Get your resume, you your CV in, yeah, straight. Get it straight. If you haven't interviewed for a while, practice on that person mm-hmm. or, re, you know, record yourself. Um, Great. Technology has, has come along and has made it easy. Yeah. So, yeah. I was going to say, absolutely. I think you guys do an incredible job and we've worked with you for mm-hmm. such a long time, you know, on the, on the employer side. And I just find tremendous value in what you guys do. So I would say absolutely yeah. like that, that is a must. I love the vision board idea as well. Yeah. And I think also accepting that your vision might change. Totally. You change, you adapt. You're not the same person that you were when you were in your 20s, in your 30s, oh in your 40s. I and so <laughs> allow yourself to expand. That's why people have second, third, fourth acts, right? Yeah. They, they yeah. do. I mean, some people just totally go down a totally new path. And I think yeah. what an awesome opportunity right now to give yourself the freedom to maybe explore your second or third or fourth act. Yep. I think, yeah. It's a great time. And hire a professional to help you do it. Yeah. (laughs) Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Hire tech, please. In Northern Nevada. Uh, Well, thank you for being here with us today. Uh, Very much appreciate this conversation. And um, that will wrap another episode of WTF Women Talk Finance. Thanks for listening to Women Talk Finance. 